Don't Look Back with Kaz Tran. Michael Franti and Spearhead gave us their ninth record this year called Soul Rocker, which is brimming with messages of positivity and peace. Driven by genuine sincerity and hope, something this man and his band have been doing for years. If this song was number one, would it mean that love had won? Would it mean that the world was saved and no guns are being drawn today? I'd read a few reviews in the lead up to chatting with Michael and a few of them were saying things along the lines of, oh, Michael Franti and Spearhead, they seem to have mellowed out on this release, they've softened with the years, you know, that sort of thing. And it occurred to me how misguided and just wrong that line of thinking is. It is actually much harder to stay optimistic and to try and inspire people with everything that is going on in the world. I asked Michael about his outlook on the evolution of his music and its message. You know, when I first started in music, I made a lot of very angry music with the, my first group, the Beatniks, and then also with Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. And and then Spearhead was always like more jazzy and funky sounding. But when I first started, I wasn't involved in things outside of music. You know, I wasn't performing in prisons. I wasn't visiting... Um, you know, places like Iraq or, um, you know, the favelas of Brazil and playing music on the street. And I I wasn't involved in, um, you know, many of the things that I do that, like, I don't support, I don't openly endorse politicians, but I do endorse ideas. And, you know, so I wasn't involved in, in, you know, the climate change things that I do and I wasn't involved in you know like our nonprofit which brings music to people who are sick and dying and you know so many things like that so I feel okay knowing that my commitment to what I do is greater than it ever has been and I try to make music that makes people like I said feel happy healthy and equal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, is there um, a story you can maybe share with us Michael about you know um, something that happened maybe an event that that helped with the transition you say when you started out you're mm. a lot angrier than you are now yeah. and you're more involved than ever now yeah well there but- was there was um when i first made when, it, when i made the first spearhead album in 1994 i went to go get I, I i had a new girlfriend at the time and um before we had sex i went to go get tested for hiv because in San Francisco, there's a lot of people who had HIV and AIDS, and that's where I lived. And um, there was a lot of, um, you know, people didn't, during that time, people didn't really practice safe sex, and I didn't. And so um, when I went to get tested, I was waiting for the results to come back, and it was like this really super nerve-wracking time. And I had started writing a song about... um, AIDS and HIV and it was kind of like F the government because they're not responding to this crisis they really need to be and there needs to be more things happening and it was this angry bitter song and but what I realized is that getting to for, tested for HIV is a very emotional and personal experience and and that the song that I wrote about it had to be whispered not screamed and it had to be done over chords that were melancholy and not you know just over this heavy beat you know and and it sort of really made me rethink the way that that music works on 
your heart, and that it has to reach people in an emotional way before any idea can pass through. But how am I gonna live my life if I'm positive? Is it gonna be a negative? How am I gonna live my life if I'm positive? But how am I gonna live my life if I'm positive? Is it gonna be a negative? But how am I gonna live my life if I'm positive? But there's been a lot of situations like that, you know, um, playing music in prisons. And the first time I went into a prison, I had written lots of songs about how messed up the prison system was in America and privatization of prisons and stuff. And when I went in to play in a prison for the first time, people were like, you know, we don't want to hear songs about what it's, how bad the prison system is. We want to hear a song about how much we miss our girlfriend. And we want to hear a song that makes us get up and dance, is what they told us, told me when I was in Iraq playing music on the street. And when I was playing for soldiers, U.S. soldiers over there, they said, we want to hear songs that, that help us get through our sadness right now, you know? And, and so um, music is, I, I really feel it's important to express the full breadth of the rainbow of human emotion, you know, the, the, um, the multi, you know, the many facets of, of color of, in, in that prism not prison, <laughs> but prism of light that is all of us. Sometimes I can breathe And when I wake up in the morning I can believe This whole world's crazy with emotion And I think it's coming over me Don't know how to find a relief But in you, I need help to get me through They say I'm crazy But if I'm crazy and he says music's role and function in the world has become even more vital. Because right now there's so few times when people come together, you know, um, sporting events and concerts, really. And, uh, you know, sporting events, half the people go home disappointed. <laughs> or, or more than half, depending on if it's a so home true. game or an away game. You know, but <laughs> but um, at a concert, it's one of the few times where like thousands of people can come together in the same place and leave feeling like the same way, basically. You know, feel like they laughed, they smiled, they cried, they danced, they hugged their friend, they hugged a stranger, and they walked out feeling a little bit taller. Like, whatever comes next in my life, I can deal with. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, that means a lot. Like, I, 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 I'm, um, my son, who's Ade, who's 17, um, year, two years ago, he was diagnosed with um, a rare kidney disease, and he, he lost 50% of his kidney function. And, and, six months and we when we first found out we love to go to concerts together it's like our favorite thing and we went and saw um childish gambino right after we found out now put your hands up if you notice put your hands up if you notice we're like down in the pit like jumping up and down sweating like laughing get out to the car afterwards and I was about to leave on tour for the summer and I, I said to him you know if you want I'll cancel my tour this summer and I'll stay home and we just you know we'll have this time together and he said you know dad like what happened tonight when we like had this joyful experience like 
I forgot everything that was going on. And he goes, I want you to go out this summer and do that for as many people as you possibly can. And like, I was just blown away by that, you know, and he, it, you know, these, these things that we think at first are really going to like rip our families apart. Mm. Sometimes they bring us closer together. And that's what I hope happens through not just my music, but through all music right now. We need music in the world that invites that intention into it, like puts it out there. Like I am making music to bring people together, to bring people closer to their emotions, to bring closer to their hearts. And that's why I do it. And, and I encourage other artists or other artists who are getting into music, like put that out front, like make that be why you do it mm. you know we need it right now well it was january the year that you were born and i was a younger man and i was hoping for a child to make me a father i didn't care if you were son or a daughter i only wanted you to live well michael franti has managed to raise a pretty incredible human being right his son ade was the subject of this song too your dreams chasing the horizons Sometimes so the man has found and given so much energy everywhere he goes. I wanted to know what song has the spearhead leader drawn the most inspiration from? I think that um, um, the bottle by uh, Gil Scott Heron is one for me. Oh, uno, dos, uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Gil was he was a um, a leader, like you know, very super strident political voice, but he also made very touching, soulful, emotional music about his personal struggle. And that's what this song is about. Like from this very political artist, he wrote a song about his own struggles with addiction. And, but it's done, you know, in a beautiful, beautiful way. And I, I got to know Gil before he passed away. And I mean, it was one of the, you know, saddest uh, parts of my life was seeing the, this hero of mine who I loved and admired so much be just completely broken down by his drug addiction and um, but even through it all he just had this like light and this brilliance and like um, you know and it, it really inspired me to you know we were talking before the show it's inspired me to take care of myself mm, you yeah, know right um, you know, to not succumb to those demons, a, but also like cherish my body and like not take it for granted. Not take it for granted. You know, I ran away from home when I was seventeen because my father was like a raging alcoholic, but. Later in his life, like four years before he passed away, he had a stroke. And when he had a stroke, he, he you know, I, I went to him in the hospital and he was still, he was in a coma for 30 days. And as he was coming out of the coma, like an induced coma. So when they started to bring him out of the coma, I went to him and I said, you know, dad, like, there's more, you can't leave us now. Like, there's more that needs to happen between us, you know, and for the family. So don't leave, you know. And and I really believe, like he he was he was in his days and he started mumbling stuff, but I really felt like, 
you know, I don't know if it was like a literal like angel came into the room, but I felt like there was this communication that had never happened before that in a in a really like heart to heart way that made him fight to like to stay alive. And he did. And he came back. And when he came back, he blossomed into this beautiful man. It was like a cocoon, like seriously, like a cocoon, like like a monarch butterfly just coming out blazing with like orange and yellow and black and all these like beautiful colors and and he he made amends to everyone he had ever hurt he went from being this grumpy old drunk to being this like really loving kind man and and it made me believe in the power of metamorphosis and the power that that people can change and that that is like kind of what we're here for yeah like to figure absolutely. it out you absolutely know, like we all come into the world with whatever we're born with and then we have our you know experiences that we collect and if you know i've had mine and bill scott heron had his my dad had his my son has his but we all um we all get this one life to to grow to mm. metamorphosize and yeah become, you know whatever moth or butterfly or whale or <laughs> whatever we we end up being you know it, is that the underlying message of the bottle even though you say it was very sad yeah. and, and difficult for you watching you know him yeah. struggle and then ultimately succumb I feel to that. his addiction um I feel this, like, this song does have a redemptive mm -hmm, power yeah, for you yeah and i feel like music was that for him you know and that even though he you know eventually it killed him his music touched me and it changed me and maybe that's that's his butterfly turn around look around on any corner if you see some brother looking like a goner it's gonna be me sing the song always great to sit down and have michael franti share some spine tingling tales don't look back is produced by me kaz tran it's always amazing to hear about how one song can have such a lasting impact in your life. Please check out more great chats. Rate them, review them. I love reading your thoughts and feedback. And there's more music from your past, present and future at doublej.net.au. Next week on Don't Look Back, a musician I admire and now a colleague of mine, Claire Bowditch. I sort of have eaten, slept and dreamt this show this year. I hear though, Kaz, and you can let me know, apparently that eases off as you sort of clock up a bit of time. You yeah. you get a few techniques for that. But yeah, it's a f been the first thing I think of after I've done my, my domestic duties yeah. of a morning. Yeah. And, and I guess that's a good sign because I love it. And I'm loving these people that we're getting to meet. For more songs that changed it all, subscribe now to Double J's Don't Look Back podcast.